Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists, to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank. Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums 2099, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into a futuristic world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Alan, Honor System, and Declan have defeated Jeffson de Bezos. Declan tried a desperate bluff. Honor System revealed Declan was a dad, and Alan took the Ambrosia and started becoming a god. Will she get powerful fast enough to get them back to the planet's surface? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons 2099. When they find you on Faerun early in the morning of January 1st, 2100, there's a, a crater where Newfoundland once lay, uh, a strange burnt-out husk uh, of a neighborhood, and a massive dark dome in the center. As Carmine Falstaff and his, uh, his troops, uh, his, his new mechanical jaw slightly twitching and malfunctioning uh, approach, they move through buildings that look like they've almost been disintegrated outward as though some massive power struck them. Uh, it's Falstaff himself who knocks somewhat confusedly on uh, the black dome, um, which is kind of a space hut. If you think about it, uh, which uh, falls away to reveal uh, honor system Declan uh, awake, but badly injured. Uh, 
And uh, Alan, Alan, you feel odd. You don't feel as godlike as as you kind of thought you would. It's not the same feeling you had uh, with with the concentrate. Yeah. Um, but you also feel a little bit hollow in in an odd way. Uh, and although you don't remember it, uh, tell us what happened to Bezos when you came into your power in a f- blinding flash. What did you do to the final CEO? There was... <sighs> great thing is that Alan, Alan knows that coldness affects bees. So basically an icy frost enveloped all of the bees, slowing them down. And then in their minds, their collective minds, the bees all saw their greatest fear before them as Phantasmal Killer was cast. And the great thing about that is, I mean, these bees, yeah, they're afraid, but they also seem to attack everything they feared. So they set about attacking each other until they were no more. Declan and honor system it was a cacophony inside your heads uh even your your systems honor system were were overwhelmed uh by the the psychic wail of agony as as these creatures turned upon themselves um declan this this woke you from your unconsciousness uh and you you watched almost um without understanding uh as these these bees just to like assault each other and you see them swarming out of out of buildings windows shattering um uh, psionic powers striking um the bees themselves became almost a, a tide of destruction across the primer hood uh before alan raised the the hut but you know we've been through a lot declan you and i me as the dm you as a as a character in this world and if there's one thing i know is that you fucking love killing ceos and so as these bees assault each other in the frost one final wounded bee uh, (laughs) falls from the swarm (laughs) yay as the rest destroy each other this one is forgotten and slowly it staggers on on trembling legs up uh, only to realize that it's it's landed on on uh, some sort of odd uh, material that seems to have rags of other material sewn into it, which is odd. And then it kind of looks up with its multifaceted eyes uh, and sees you staring down at it. Yep. And Dec- what, what it also does not see is Declan just gestures behind it and it turns around and looks... And Declan has a 20th century handgun built into his updated torso that he has pulled out. And he just leans his head back. So the bee is staring down the barrel of this handgun. He just says, for my son, apparently. And then he pulls the, <laughs> the trigger and just blows the fucking bee away as the bullet soars past him. <laughs> and with that last remaining bee being shredded by a 20th century shell, 
Uh, the last of the conglomerata is dead. Um, the tyranny of Jacinda Bezos is ended. Uh, and things get a little bit uh, hazy after that. Uh, the latent power of, of Alan's kind of uh, blast of psychic power, um, leaving all of you pretty wrecked. Uh, and Alan, although you were able to summon uh, the, the space hut uh, to make sure that you all landed safely uh, aboard the Primer Hood, um, you feel good. You know things have changed, um, but you're also pretty tapped out. Um, you're surprised to see Falstaff uh, flanked by driders, so drow with kind of mechanical uh, spider yeah. bodies. But you realize these are the, the remnants of the forces uh, that uh, assisted you in your, your assault on uh, on the, the, the lost city of the Planteers. It's odd that they're already back on the mainline continent, but here we are. Um, and uh, Falstaff kind of cracks his uh, robotic jaw a bit. Um, and, uh, having recently had it installed, it's got bolts out the side. It's, it's a temporary job. Um, and he says, uh, well, looks like you did it. The moon is gone. So I assume the bees are as well. Yeah, we fucking got him. And Declan's just laying on the ground, covered in shrapnel. He doesn't have a left hand anymore. There's just a stump from where he caught the explosion that blasted him back. So he's not even standing up. He's yep. just going to do a nice lay until this is resolved. Great. <laughs> uh, and uh, Falstaff nods. And uh, then he, he turns to you, um, Alan, and he says, And am I correct in my understanding that... Uh, you can you can transport people, right? That's your thing. And Alan kind of like kind of feels around for the magic inside her. There's not much the right now. You're gonna need a pretty long rest soon. Yeah. Uh but uh yeah, you you should be able to portal everyone everyone back. I mean, you know, you're tired, but you're also feeling pretty good, you know. You you've you've harnessed mm -hmm. new power. You've drank uh, ambrosia. The spell scarring on your neck is gone. Uh, you feel youthful. You feel powerful. Uh, you can definitely get this portal open. Yeah. I can bring those who belong elsewhere back to where they belong. And the, I can bring anyone missing from here back here if they're he, still alive. He shakes his head. He says, that won't be necessary. Uh, First what? part, very necessary, but anyone who is from here and has gone, let them go. We don't need them. We have enough problems here. Yes, but if they left against their will, it... Fine, do whatever you need to. Here's the thing, though, <laughs> with that. I'm glad to hear you say all of this because, uh, you know, my friends, the uh, the drow here, they, uh, they are incredibly good at uh, information gathering, and they managed to find out... Uh, what happened uh, to my my husband, uh, Fiddlesworth. And you see, and he steps forward onto Declan's stump and presses. He says, uh, see, the problem is that you guys killed him. 
he was being held in one of the many places you saw fit to level in your crusade against the conglomerate, which means I need to now walk around with the knowledge he could have been saved, <sighs> but we just couldn't get there soon enough. And that hurts. That's going to hurt me more than this fake We're job. We're really doing this now. For the We're rest really of really doing this now. <laughs> Declan's just going to step all class together to be like, waste this fucking guy. <laughs> like, yep, this uh, is not... Yeah. Just, I'm just waiting for like, <laughs> the right moment. Yeah, I'm just... <sighs> hey. And honor system is, be, is, is, is kind of further uh, ahead of him. Uh, standing with his hand on his his sword and it's in its sheath and he says take your fucking foot off of my husband um and uh the top half of falstaff's mouth curls up uh of course the jaw can't because it's metal (laughs) um and he says uh yeah no i pretty much intend to keep this foot here for the rest of his life or at least the system is in front of him now uh (laughs) And he, Han Solo in the updated Star Wars, shifts his head just far enough for you to see uh, the Drider holding Seamus at gunpoint behind you. He says, you see, the thing about having a heart is it means you get to hurt a long time. Now, the funny thing about your friend Chainsaw when he got pulled from the wreckage, do you remember how uh, our friends at Radio Shark offered to do a brain scan on you? Well, we did one on him. That was one of the conditions. So we've known about this little fucker for a while. And, you know, icing his parents wasn't too hard, but keeping him under wraps, well, that was. Now, here's the offer. I could kill you. I could kill him. Either would be kind of fun. But I don't care for either of those options because I have to walk around with this bundle of hurt. And I want you to walk around with it too, Declan. Hey, hey, Falstaff. We've all lost people. We all hurt. Be a little fucking grateful for what we just did today. Declan is 100% trying to stealth his his free hand, that's the good one, towards (laughs) his 20th century pistol that is back in his torso (laughs) compartment. Look, our deal was the end of Bezos. We got there, and and here's here's what I'm proposing. I'm not without a heart. This is a child, after all. What I'm proposing is this, Alan. You take him back to your world, where he can live out the rest of his life, knowing that his husband is out of reach, and you, Tin Man, you can take care of the boy. As I said, I'm not without a heart. Or I empty his brain, you empty mine, and we all go home sad. I'll give you guys a moment to figure it out. It just starts humming a tune. Uh, Sub-vocalizing, Declan would say, System, you got fucking super legs. Can you get to the droider with the kid? Gun to his head, I cannot guarantee it. Alan, you're fucking clever. What can you do to save the kid? Tom, do I have anything else available? Even like fucking benign transposition? Like you plan on getting home today. You do not. (sighs) I'm going to get home tomorrow. (laughs) I don't think they plan on letting you walk away if you don't. (laughs) It's not going to be like, cool, go get a Ramada and we'll. 
Tom, looking at these driders, do they have, because uh, I know Carmine has like the whole robot body thing. Do the driders have uh, like, because I know we've talked about them having cybernetic enhancements before. Like what's their setup like? Uh, so they're or- organic from the waist up. Um, cybernetic from the waist down. Uh, they've got uh, robotic spider bodies. It's worth noting it's not just like two driders in Carmine. It's like mm-hmm. a bunch of his thugs, um, and it's uh, Drizzt's brother is one the drider with the gun to the kid's head. Uh, his sister is there as well with with his two pistols. Like he's 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 brought the full the full shit crew. Uh, I'm assuming our comms are scrambled enough that I'd be confident they're not being intercepted here, right? Or would I be worried about that? He's also, he is honestly giving giving you all a, a moment with this. Uh, I mean, anyone who's going to strike this much of a a, a super villain bargain, he because the thing is, like, and what you can tell from from this deal is, it is meant in the the like he is genuine in the spirit he's offering this, which is like everyone gets to live. You just live just in the pain of, hurt of absence. I want to hurt you as hard as I can in the way that you've hurt me. Because if you'll remember, like, since you met him, he's been trying to find his husband. His husband has been missing for a long time. So this has been eating him forever. And he's clearly, he's out of people to blame. So now he's blaming you. <sighs> All right, friends. So and, I have- and sorry, just for additional context, if you stay, part of the reason he's booting you to other dimension is like, Declan McCready in this world will find a way to break everything and kill everyone. So he's just like, you got to be elsewhere where you can't fuck this up for me. Whereas the robot, mm-hmm. he's not as as worried about. For different Alan reasons. is very annoyed with this man and his tiny mind. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy all because we use shopify (laughs) shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business it'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms which means curious people are more likely to buy from you and you can sell more with less effort thanks to shopify magic your ai powered all-star One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Hello, friends. Ryan here for another ad. But this ad includes how you don't have to hear me do ads anymore. That's right. If you join the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon, you can get an ad-free feed to this show for just $5 a month. And that's not all you get. You also get an ad-free feed for Warhammer 40K, The Valentine Heresy, another one of our podcasts. Plus, you get weekly video tableside chats so you know what's going on with the company, what's going on with us. Plus, you get access at that same tier to our fan and patron-only Discord. It's exclusive. You get access to all of us. Our casts are there. Our creative teams are there. A bunch of other fans are there. 
this is a great opportunity for you to escape ads, get more of the stuff you want, less of the stuff you don't. Patreon.com slash dice. That's patreon.com slash D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Join up today and get your ad-free feed now. Uh, Subvocally, um, Honor System just ventures, uh, is there any ambrosia left? I think Alan drank that shit to the last drop. (laughs) Got two options. I have an EMP grenade at the small of my back that'll fuck with Falstaff's face and I don't know what it'll do to the driders, but I can cause about 20 feet worth of chaos around us. If we're real fast, then we still probably all die. Or we get, or I get uh, creative and neither of you are going to like it. What's, what's 20 feet get us, Tom, in terms of these other thugs? Uh, you'll get are they all in it, or you'll get Falstaff. Um, I feel like the Driders would be at. They're not like up there. I mean, they 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 they're wor- just as worried about your robot legs as as possible. They've hmm. got like the on field advantage. Oh, yeah. An EMP would probably really harm me as well. Actually, like we'll yeah. <laughs> just realizing. so the other the other <laughs> thing you'd be rolling the dice on is whether or not uh, the Driders are EMP shielded, and like. That's that's a, a big ish a big ish gamble. It's not to say you can't do it though. I, I, I do want to be abundantly clear. Like, I have um, Declan's handgun that he gave me in my hands. How difficult does the shot of the drider look to be? Getting the initial drider isn't impossible. Uh, although killing him with a single bullet, you know, headshot's a headshot. The real question is, can you get to Seamus before everyone else does? There are, again, a sizable sizable amount of people. So if you're confident that you can kill kill the drider, get the kid, and boot. And I'm sorry to be, keep asking you these questions, but it's good, just, I'm just trying to... Look, I set up a Kobayashi Maru for you. You're yeah. allowed to poke at it. That's totally fine. Um, do we have an idea of... Uh, uh this gang's uh loyalty to Falstaff if he's in danger do they kill the kid whatever happens to him happens or do they come to his aid how human are you these days honor system more and more okay but, uh so if you were wearing your Declan 100%. hat what would <laughs> Declan have ordered his people to do if it was Declan uh, he would say, you know, what I'm about to say to these guys is going to make them real fucking angry. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't let that stop you from doing what needs to be done. That is what Honor System knows. Okay. I'm not, I'm not hearing anything. Yeah, sorry, I don't but know if that's... Pick it up. Alan, what happens if you put a portal in the middle of a person? <laughs> portal in the middle of a person? Yes. That's a good question. I've never tried it before. 
went, I'm going to need an educated guess. <laughs> we'll say, Alan, to this point, every portal you've made between worlds has been using a Raven Gate. You're going to yeah. attempt Raven Gateless teleport. Uh, but look, I, I mean, it could just be that half of them appears in another world and, you know, to where we're going and half of them stays here. It could be that it slices them in half. I, I, I just don't know. Are you good enough to put a portal in the middle of that fucking droider so when it splits in half or half teleports, Seamus falls backwards through it into your fucking world? Yeah, I can. Yeah. I think, Tom, I think I can. Can I aim? <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. can try. I can try. That's why I tell Declan's like, I can try. I can't guarantee this is unknown and i am very weak yeah here's here's the problem i can agree to just about fucking anything other than giving this guy my fucking kid that's not gonna fucking fly honor system will have your kid honor system i, I mean to be blunt honor system has like two hp and carmine falstaff is a fucking asshole who also has true. no reason to honor this deal after if it was declan making this shitty a deal it'd be like sweet deal step through the portal fucking blam blam two heads yep. walk away <laughs> falstaff's an asshole who's betrayed us like twice and i don't know what he's using to blackmail the driders but i think they were different factions when this started so shit's bad shit's really bad and he's a fucking co corporate asshole anyways De Declan struggles with honor respecting any corporate figure to totally like, honor a deal. He is the, technically the last of the conglomerate, though he he ducked out and switched sides early on. Yeah. Subdermally again. Sorry, it's just wheels <laughs> spinning here. <laughs> um, honor system says, um, it is not my forte, but perhaps one of you could lie and exaggerate Alan's abilities to perhaps even reverse the effects of death. On Falstaff, for example. Hey, Alan. Look, yeah, no, this is like. Would you Alan. like to discuss a devil's bargain? Look, Alan has seen the episode. Not Alan. But like, <laughs> uh, yeah, Alan has seen the the stage play uh, called Stargate SG One. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's it was in popular. 2099. It was yeah, in 2099. <laughs> Where, you know, people traveled through a portal and that the distance between the two worlds, there was a star, a massive stellar object in between, and it threw them back in time. <laughs> Uh, so I think Alan would try to essentially tell that story and be like, that was, it was based on truth. Okay. So you're going to try and convince Falstaff that you can fuck with time such that you can bring back. Who was, who was Falstaff's husband again? Fiddlesworth. Their corporation was FF and S. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, I remember sorry, now. Right. Sorry. I was so just sorry. like, I, I needed to place I meant Fiddlesworth. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, okay. that we would bring yep. back Fiddlesworth. Yeah. 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 Say. Sorry. I didn't even uh, catch that, but it's all good. So 
Laura, the, the, the question remains. You can attempt to, to use your Stargate Deception, uh, which would be a deception check. Uh, or we can talk Devil's Bargain. It's up to you. Can, can we hear the terms of the Devil's Bargain? I don't know. That's really up to... I mean, the God of Devil's Bargains is dead. So this is really a... Does Alan... Yeah. Also, I'm deep? a god. So, like, whatever. Well, not yet. Shut up. <laughs> Stop telling him to shut up. Fucking just be nice to him. God damn he it. He has our son. Laura. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a time to be snide with real world Tom. Fake world Tom is very dangerous. Um, yeah, my deception's real bad. Let's hear the devil's bargain. So you uh, have drank the, uh, the ambrosia. You are in the process of becoming a god. Um, you feel like if you dig down real deep, uh, you might be able to, uh, summon wish, which will allow you to do exactly one very big thing here in 2100, uh, Dum Dum's 2100 cannot use it, uh, in old Faerun in dumb Faerun. You can use it here now in, in this moment, um, However, it will accelerate uh, your comatose or your kind of chrysalis state quite considerably uh, for the ambrosia. So currently, the ambrosia will take effect slowly over time. You'll be able to kind of function and do stuff for a bit. If you drink this, uh, it will hasten your need to kind of slumber. Uh, will It won't take you off the board entirely, but it will take you off the board more. In mechanical terms... Uh, once we get back to Dumb Faerun, uh, the Dum Dums will be able to call on your aid. Uh, you will be a summoning spell of sorts. Uh, if you take this bargain, you will not be available in that capacity, though you still will be able to help them with things here and there. If you don't take the deal, you'll be available to them, but... Here's the thing. It's that there's just so much unfinished business that even though I'm very fond of Declan. I f Alan feels that there is more important work to be done and that it's not worth the trade is not equitable. Cool. Let's roll that deception means. check. Fuck. I'm so sorry. It's a 12. Um, Falstaff taps his foot against a stump, uh, and just says, uh, you know, Stargate is a very popular hollow play here. I've seen it too. I, that is literally a plot of an, ep I, I, I've watched it. I, it's a very yes, popular it's show. Based, but it's based no, on it, things I know, that are possible. No, 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 it's not. You haven't had I magic don't. here for so long. You don't understand. Yeah, great. Listen, I think I'm being pretty fair here. I'm offering you all a chance to live. Fine. Uh, and Alan just says, get ready for this portal. Declan will ready the EMP and just say to the system, get the kid through the fucking portal. And Alan opens the portal. Yeah, we'll just time it all so bleh. <laughs> okay. Over um, the fucker holding <laughs> Seamus. 
Laura, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead with an intelligence check here. Okay. Do you have your Do you have your D and D sheet handy? Yeah, I do. Okay, great. So um, let's make this uh, Arcana. I believe is your is your Huckleberry. Yep. Right. So let's make this an Arcana check. Okay. Twenty-five. Um, the Drider's eyes go wide uh, as he suddenly. There's just a, like a bit of a perspective problem for him, where he seems to be falling forward, but his brain is also sending signals that he's standing very solidly uh, because he's been bisected uh, through, uh, like, crosswise, not through. So he just like folds, um, and teeters for a moment uh, before falling backward uh, with uh, Seamus, who just lets out a, that's right, you fuck, uh, as he falls through the, uh, falls through the portal. Uh, let's, let's see what happens with the rest of your shit. Great. So Damn. they would have had to time this out. So Declan had to pull the pin on the grenade three seconds all ago to, to go off. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that, I, I don't, I don't know how you want to do this, Tom. Do you want initiative? Do you want us to just say shit happens? What's, what's the vibe here? <laughs> um, the Calvin ball of all fucking Calvin balls. <laughs> Let me roll um, oh, a reflex save for Falstaff and the other Drider who would likely be the closest to the EMP. Um, and on our system, I think I need a fortitude from you okay. to see if this knocks you out. Um, yep. Declan, how EMP shielded are your your robo bits? Uh, his robo bits are more structural. They're not actually holding anything okay. up, so, so it shouldn't fine. be yeah. Yeah, a problem. So that doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a good roll. 17 plus 6. What's that? 23? 23? Yep. 17 plus 6 is 23. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's very good. Um, the other Drider fails. Falstaff passes. So here's what happens. Um, grenade goes off. Uh, honor system, you're sprinting for the kid, so you like use your robo legs uh, mm -hmm. to to sprint. Alan, I assume you tr like basically misty step through through your portal. Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, somewhere there's the there's the sound of a shotgun. None of you see it or hear it. Um, Declan, you're scrabbling up uh, and you kind of throw yourself through the portal. Um, all the three of you see before Alan snaps it shut. Um, is Drizzt's sister just fucking ice uh, Falstaff. Like, her brother dying wasn't part of this equation. Um, you see the Driders immediately turn on Falstaff's crew. Uh, and uh, in that last glimpse, you get a rough sense of what the power structure of, of the, the new Underdark is going to be as, uh, as 2100 dawns on the future. The four of you are on the cold ground of the Raven Gate chambers. Honor system, uh, you hold a very confused uh, Seamus in your arms who has no idea who the fuck any of you are, but is aware that uh, you managed to 
save him from the scary robo monster who was threatening to kill him. Having heard the shot, you quickly look down and are relieved a feeling that is still foreign to you uh, to find that he has not been hit. Um, Alan, you are, you are exhausted. Uh, you have burnt almost all the magic you've got. Um, similarly, you pat yourself down. It would be a real shit thing to get shot on your way to godhood. Um, <laughs> you're going to be vulnerable for a while uh, before you come into your proper powers. So that'd be a real shit way for your, your story to wrap. But luckily, you are also uh, mostly uninjured. Declan, however, uh, you took a full uh, chamber from Falstaff uh, on your way out. And perhaps most significantly, uh, seems to have really fucked up the cybernetics you had installed, which are not exactly a thing you can replace here and are the, the pieces that uh, have been keeping you alive since the last time you almost died. Um, you, are, uh, you are fading fast. Um, and uh, if there were a time for words uh, to honor system or to your son, it would be now. Right. Well, apparently you're Seamus. This is Honor System. Honor System is going to be looking after you in this weird world where there's no technology. And as far as I can guess, people shit in the woods. System, you're going to do a good job with this. You're, you're going to help me, Declan. Yeah, no, that's not going to be how this is going to fucking play out. Alan, here's Alan the just has yelled for Morden Kanan. Alan, shut the fuck up and listen for a second. This is... Here's the deal. I told you that I'd fight for you. That was your fight. System's off the hook. He gets to raise the kid. There's no deal anymore. He just gets to the fucking farm. I hate this. After everything we've been through, it ends like this? Alan, uh, Kanan does not respond, and you feel a distinct lack of his presence in this realm. Yeah. Well, Alan, you know, there's apparently nothing more any of us could have fucking done. This was inevitable. So we fucking made it. Well, Alan, that's not exactly true. There is someone you know who's pretty good at these sorts of things. The problem is, last time he met Declan, Declan shot his mother in the head, and then he hit him with a hammer and tried to murder him. What do you do? Can I call, butthole? You're the god, not me. Reaching out uh, to the Raven Gates. Oh, baby, I got you, sending. You feel them connected. You feel the power online. <gasps> You're exhausted, but without much effort, the thing that you spent hours bashing your head against a wall trying to do earlier it just feels like someone was like, oh, no, you were turning it left when you needed to turn it right. And at distance, deep within the fortress of Forlorn Hope, an ancient raven gate flickers as stone begins to sort of reform around the arch uh, before blinking online, scaring the living shit out of Bucky, uh, who was down here doing some drawing. Where he oh, gosh. Him. No one will look for him. Um, and uh, Alan, uh, what do you what do you tell Bucky? 
I say, Bucky, get butthole right now. Yes, Miss Allen. It's so good to see you. <laughs> Just 180 and runs. Good. Great. So, Alan, you know, time here. you know the challenge before you. Uh, you might have to convince Butthole Farch to save the life of Declan McCready. Um, Butthole, uh, I assume you, if Bucky comes, comes asking, you come running? Yeah, I mean, Bucky's, uh, what does Bucky say to Butthole? Because that will very much affect this reaction. <laughs> Butthole is just in in the in the like throne room, just yeah. chatting with a number of the halflings who are around. You know, yeah. he's he's done the healing that he can. He's just being friendly. Mister Butthole, Miss Allen is here. She needs to speak to you right away. Oh, okay. Is she at the front door? Or... She came through the door in the basement that I've never seen before. Oh, we have a okay, magic yeah. door in the basement. Yeah, I I know, I know. That's Reginald's very concerned about it, and it's fine. Okay, let's. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Uh, so he'll just follow. Uh, is but does Bucky seem like is Bucky sprinting? What is the Bucky the is out of breath, and so now he's like got a stitch as he's trying to just run. He's running with like his head craned back, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh shit! This seems like it might be important. Uh, he'll just pick up the pace to, to follow Bucky. Right. Uh, so Reginald speak- on the way past is like, why does no one tell me what I'm stationed here to protect the fucking portal? Uh, and, and just everybody ignores him and goes through this like weird tent fort. <laughs> Um, amazing. So, uh, Butthole, you emerge from the other side uh, to find uh, the gate into uh, Ravenloft, which you've only heard about. You've never been there. Um, open. Uh, Alan looking like absolute dog shit on the other side. Um, and beyond her, uh, there seem to be three figures uh, crouching uh, kind of in the darkness. Whoa, Alan, you look like shit. Uh, do you need healing? I, f- I feel like shit, and Yes, but first, first I need you to heal someone else. All right, all right. And he just rubs his hands together. He's in his like healing around the palace robes. And he's like, "Who you got for me? It's time for me to save another good person." Yeah, except that you don't think this is a good person, and I need you to do it anyways. Oh no! Which one is it? It's not. It's not one of. The, it's not one of the planteers. Is I Cormium no. really messed with me emotionally? There were a lot of letters. I'm worried I'll fall in love again. I've only got one heart to lose. No, you're not going to fall in love with this person at all because this is the person that 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 shot your mother. So, um, I'm just putting it out there. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, what the I, fuck? Look, look. He just helped us destroy the conglomerata that's what it was. Well, i don't know what the fuck that is that could be a statue somewhere that maybe they were good people he shot no, my fucking think of, mom think of like the planteers of like our on the other there were like awful awful totally against unions okay uh, okay that i guess kind of points in that direction but like alan let's be he like grabs alan and moves alan like a couple of feet away from the other he's like alan he shot my mom She's a good person who's just being confused by the people around her. I know that's what you believe. Yep. And I'm sorry, but if you save him, we can bring him to justice in another way. He just, he just found his kid. Oh, well, that's kind of, God damn it. Why'd you have to say that? This was so much easier. I could have just waited it out. We could have thought about this for like 11 days and then it would have just been resolved on its own. Uh, fucking, fucking, you, you you're a, a, a metal person. Honor system rises to his feet, strides over to Butthole, kneels in front of him, 
and says, my name is Honor System. I am a robot samurai incapable of lying. And I swear to you here and now, if you bring back my husband, I will, I will offer my sword and my life to you. Okay, that's intense and generally not something I try to purchase by raising people's loved ones. Uh, here's the question. Do you think that dude is a good guy? Yes. I think he is. Top three reasons why he's a good person worth saving. Because being brought here with Alan, with me, his son. God, why do I keep mentioning the son? It's fine. Keep going. Sorry. It's about me, not about him. It is an opportunity for both he and I to have a fresh start, to to do things right, to do things good. We used to do what was necessary. And we were very good at it. And now, now we are in a place where perhaps doing the right thing is what's necessary. All right. So he's going to be a good dad. He's here because he's aspiring to do better. What's the third thing? The third thing is I love him. Oh, God damn it. That's a good one, too. Okay. I, just give me a second. I got to go talk to this fucking asshole. Uh, and butthole just just a little stompily, a little the kid who just doesn't want to eat his <laughs> vegetables has to go over. And be like, all right, kid, you know this guy? Is he a good dad? Honestly, sir, I just met him today. Uh, minutes ago, it, it seems like he was... He and his friends here, they they saved me. They seemed really content to, to save me. I, these, the, the fuckers killed my parents. And, and and these guys saved me from them. So that, that seems good. Apparently, he's my dad. I have never met him. I think, honestly, I think I've seen him around maybe, but maybe that's just photos. I don't know. I have to put the dog upstairs. This is fucking brutal. Yep. It's all right. It's not a Ginny scene, so we're fine. (laughs) We don't care the same way. (laughs) We don't know that. We don't I mean, Marie cares the same way, if not more, but the rest of us. <laughs> all right, all right. You've done your fucking parade around the room to ask everybody if I'm a nice fucking guy or whatever. Come over here and ask me the fucking questions. Get it from the source. I don't fucking know me. Well, system really does, but fucking that kid. I didn't even know he was my son until 20 minutes ago. So Ow. butthole comes over and kneels down. He's like, all right, we'll do this your way, guy who shot my mom. Uh, you a good person? No. What are you fucking dumb? I kill so many fucking people because they're shitty and they fucking lord it over other people. And they do all that. And I think if you want to own somebody or get pressed into the ground, I'm not turning my other fucking cheek. I'm going to put a bullet in your head and another one up your ass and another one in your heart. And then I'll set you on fire to scare anybody who wants the same fucking lesson. Wow. That is <laughs> that is way more hardcore than I expected. But as a guy who... I mean, I've seen Alan melt people trying to capture them alive, so I can't really, you know, complain. Uh you like a good dad? I don't fucking know. I've had this kid's name for like five minutes. Apparently, I hid him inside my friend's brain. So, track record wise, I mean, probably pretty good. Because 
I do a lot of dangerous shit and it's better for me not to know. But are you asking me, like, am I going to be a good dad? I mean, they just offered a deal where I could have left the dementia with Alan and be fine, but I had to leave the kid. And fuck that. Here's the deal. We could be friends or whatever, but you touch a hair on that fucking kid's head and I will put bullets in every fucking part of you, you big, bald piece of shit. <laughs> okay, that's, again, not the way I would have thought you'd pass the test, but it's a, it's a pretty good answer. You're not going to, like, kill my friends, are you? I don't know, are your friends fucking assholes? Well, I mean, some of them, but only a little bit, and it's not like a big problem, like we can work around. No more of an asshole than you, dickhead. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you too, we can make this work then, fuck you. Yeah, you think we can make this work? You wait until you get fucking healed. Uh, <laughs> he's squat over his face, hike up his big dress, he's like, I don't fucking want this one, this is some sick shit. Not uh, the first just- time. <laughs> Full butthole on mouth, just <coughs> farting right into his lungs. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, system. sometimes justice is for all. Our system <laughs> just covers Seamus's eyes. <laughs> Seamus is laughing, admittedly. Um, also, this has happened to Declan before. He was just unconscious last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Honor System has seen this and knows it is effective. But again, <laughs> protecting the child from yep. watching... His daddy to fart. <laughs> so, um, Declan, uh, health is restored uh, to you. The the wounds seal up, and even though the the mechanisms are are busted, um, you know the the health you've received is enough that honor system using some of his own parts can like you can both be seventy percent if you swap some bits bits out here and there. Um, Unfortunately, though, given that you have survived, uh, your deal with Alan does stand that when the time comes uh, to deal with Xanthus, the two of you will be be on call. All right, Alan, you didn't specify that the deal would be back on because the giant man would stick his ass on my mouth, but still not dead. I get a farm and we're all good. I guess we'll help you save the universe. What with my son living in it? Jesus, fuck, I have a son. Jesus. Uh, butthole, any any parting words to uh, the asshole you just brought back to life with your asshole? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't know why Alan promised you a farm. Uh, the world is full of zombies trying to eat everyone. We just went to farmland and it got set on fire. Welcome to the snowy castle. You're not allowed to shoot anybody inside the castle without permission. Uh, your kid's going to have a pretty good life, though. And he offers a hand. And Declan's like, well, it's a better deal than I've ever been offered before. Uh, and he will shake. Solely because Butthole actually made no specifications on what Declan had to do other than not shoot people in the castle. <laughs> and he's never had that because like everybody else always has stipulations. And Butthole's just like, don't murder people. <laughs> it will be hard for him, but Declan will try. Uh, so with that... Um... Uh, Honor System and uh, Declan and Seamus, uh, you you have a couple options. You can settle within uh, the the Fortress of Forlorn Hope, um, or Alan can set you up um, in a farm uh, in Barovia. <laughs> um, Say without zombies, because <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. either either is zombieless. They're not going to like dump you out in the woods and be like, "Here's a hoe. Good luck. You're, you're survival <laughs> game farmers now." 
Um, so she can either keep you sort of uh, in, in, you can hang out in Barovia um, or you can hang out uh, here. You'll have more space to yourself in Barovia. Um, here you'll be begrudgingly part of community. How is, this is a weird question because it's a little bit of a Ryan question, but I imagine this would come up in conversation, but like, how is the living situation at the castle? Cause not a lot of farm shit made it here on the last mission. Like, does it look like a vibrant community or does it look like a bunch of cold people not eating much in a castle? Um, I mean, we're <laughs> going to explore this next episode, but it looks, um, it, it looks like, uh, a lot of people making do with very little, but in a fairly healthy way. So it would probably be somewhat distasteful to Declan, but maybe not actually, because it, it is a much more egalitarian uh, kind of society. Like it, it really is like a, there isn't a ton of food to go around, but what food there is, is shared evenly and seems, you know, hearty and appreciated and everyone's kind of pulling their weight and doing their thing, except for this weird, uh, slightly different bearded guy who's just like glowering at you from a tent fort who seems mad that people keep stomping through it. All right, system, I got a question for you. Just just you and I. And he kind of walks him over the corner and he's like, I don't know fucking shit about raising kids. We got one now, apparently. Also, I'm so glad we both made it. Holy shit. That butthole mouth thing, I'm going to say worth it just to you. Don't let anyone ever know. But getting out of here, we could raise the kid in the woods and teach him, you know, the shit we want to teach him. And we'd be near Alan, who we know is like going to become a god, which feels like a relatively good safety net. Or we stay here where there's like a community and other kids, though some of them are really short. And I that's fine. Just I don't know what that means on this world. They could be important. Maybe they grow really big. It's, it's a strange place. What do you think? I think we have been at war for a long time, knowing that almost every friend we make is putting their lives on the line to do so. To, to, to know us, to aid us. I think it would be good for the boy to grow up with the community, as you say, instead of just us. I. I do not doubt our ability to raise him into a capable fighter, but maybe we should aspire to more for him. Perhaps we should raise him to be a citizen. Shit, yeah, that's an interesting idea. Plus, I've seen some of these other kids and they don't seem like they'd be excellent murderers. And I feel like we can add that to this community. We may be able to provide far more assistance than we initially thought. Ah, fuck it, we're staying then, I guess. Shit. Shit, I'm agreeing to join a team full of families. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> Declan, mortified, tells yeah. Alan that they're, they'll stay here, uh, but she can call any time, which is an idea that is growing on him as he hears, like, laughter and sees a snowball fight, and he just is not <laughs> equipped for this emotionally. All right, so, Alan, um, it, the time has come to return to uh, to your lair, um, mm -hmm. you've got to, to rest up a bit. Um, you can feel the ambrosia kind of coursing through your veins. Uh, you feel sluggish, a little tired. Yeah. It's time to say your farewells. Well, uh, everyone 
Morton Kanan's gone, so it's kind of it's kind of just up to me to main you know maintain the portals and stuff and, and get all that fixed, and uh, so I'm gonna do that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah okay all right bye <laughs> Callan just wants this to just be like yeah. well and admittedly now that you have access to the raven gates like you can call these guys anytime you want yeah. like it's not this isn't a grand like and then yeah, this we is never like, heard from again bye forever this is like I, I gotta go kind of do do what I'm I'm kind of meant to do over over there all right great um, yeah I, I mean I got about 10% of that but I'm sure we'll be hearing from you soon quick question just quick question Adeline yeah now that we're here, could you teach Seamus to do magic? Well, it depends on whether he has any type of natural propensity. Uh, if he wants to study hard, then possibly. I could try. There's no guarantee nice. he's able to learn. Oh, he'll be able to. He he's my son. Us Macredis, we can do fucking anything. I killed every CEO on a fucking planet. Look, I'll do what I can. Perfect. Send some books along and we'll make the little fucker read him. Uh, oh, okay. And Alan's <laughs> just gonna go like send away to Candlekeep to like get a <laughs> couple things like that more little like basically like <laughs> i'm thinking of like a the equivalent of if anyone took piano lessons in the 90s a dozen a day and they're oh. the most basic piano books ever me. <laughs> <laughs> ironically from the shadows uh reginald tingler has heard just enough of this conversation to be scared because, of course, back in his world, Declan Glassstaff was a big fucking wizardy problem for everyone. So one of you knows that there's some propensity in the bloodline, uh, but it's none of the three of you. Uh, and with that, Alan, you, you step tiredly uh, back through the portal, back to your home uh, with a, a new sense of purpose. Little Richard perched upon your shoulder and an entire crypt's worth of magic to get to pluck away at and unfold. As Honor System and Declan, you're greeted by a short, stout woman who looks you both up and down, says, So, I hear you're starting to fire me. Name's Penny. I'll be helping you out. Come on this way. I'll introduce you to my husband. Uh, he's going to be helping you too, whether you want it or not. Hey, you lads look a little bit thin. I mean, you look like you made a medal and you, well... You look like you had a hard day. I think, perhaps, the two of you could use some pie. Come on! And just immediately arms around both of you, dragging you off deep into the castle. And like it or not, you've found a new community. You've found a new home. And in the end, this turned out to be Honor System and Declan's new future. 
This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099 features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. The system we're playing is Carbon 2185, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are Core Collapse and Sanctuary of the Sky Gods by Nathaniel Yavern, and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. Now I'm off to do future things before we return for the next episode of Dum Dums and Dragons 2099. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. The Half-Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Sammy Boy, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Roman Brown, Shulzari, Christian Mendez, Spot Allen, Flynn1138, Alorain Okapi, OMG It's Big Nick, Steve Weeze, D&D and Things, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, and thanks for calling the arena. If you know your party's extension, you can dial it at any time. If your psychiatrist has gone missing, press 3. Press 3. That sounds ill-advised. Life is about choices, man. You and I both suffer from a very rare form of mental illness, right? Yep. Yep, that's us. I'm just saying, we're probably not the best private investigators, since we don't know what's real. The waitress at the Chinese restaurant, she told me that I needed to complete three trials to find Sadler. Okay, but how long have you been out of your meds? Three trials. The arena, the old factory, the inventor's basement. The inventor's basement. Exactly. Mama, I met someone today. You're not gonna believe this. Half spider, half human. You all have this disorder. We call it the imperfection. Okay, so we just got off the train at a stop called East River between East Broadway and York Street, which I'm pretty sure doesn't exist. We are not a cop show, Charlie. Uh, I know that, but we're friends, and I need my friends. How sure are you that these things are actually happening in real life? It seems like reality can be a little slippery. Charlie! Charlie! They're on my face! Amber, Amber, stop, 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 stop it, stop these it. fucking spiders, they are everywhere. Ah! The Imperfection, an audio drama in nine parts, produced by Wolf at the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.